And as always, this always goes back to you. You being afraid that if you're not certified or someone calls you out, you'll feel shitty. But that comes back to your belief. Do you think you should be certified? And what are your reasons for wanting to be certified? Do you like your reasons? You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, my angels. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business and mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I cannot believe that we are almost in December when you're listening to this and that 2022 is almost over. This year has been crazy. I really feel like I've stepped into my purpose and my mission and I'm just loving working with my private clients. I really feel like my purpose here is to help women be the most empowered versions of themselves, to help them overcome their imposter syndrome thoughts so they can go after the dreams and the goals that they have for themselves. When we are empowered and we get to fulfill the dreams and goals that we have, we feel so at peace, so at home within ourselves. Like I was reading one of Erin Claire Jones's Instagram post and she's a human design expert and if you don't know what human design is it's a system that is based off your time and place of birth it uses astrology and it's just a very like in-depth and advanced way at looking at who you are how you function and how you use your energy so fun fact I'm an emotional generator and a huge chunk of my clients have proven to be generators which is actually so crazy so I was reading this post she wrote on careers and the dream career for a generator is one you feel excited to wake up and invest your energy into one that the problems which arise feel worth your time and energy to solve careers that feel deeply satisfying and fulfilling where your energy is honored and respected it's all about joy and satisfaction and that's honestly how I feel as a coach I love coaching. I may not always love owning a business because it can be difficult being a business owner, but I would coach people all day, every day, you know? And that's why I want women to feel empowered, qualified, and like they can go after their dreams because when they're doing something that they enjoy, it's like nothing you've ever felt before. Your business should not be in your entire life. I'm not saying that, but if you desire to derive some kind of joy from your career like I do, I think that it can be a very big source of joy for you. So leading into careers and being a coach and loving being a coach. And also it really helps when you believe that you can get results for your clients. That just adds such a big layer of confidence, right? Um, What's my hot take on being a certified coach? What's my hot take on certifications? How much experience is enough experience? That's what we're going to be talking about today. And firstly, I want to start by telling you what I am certified in, an imposter syndrome coach who started off with a lot of experience already and still didn't feel like it was enough. So first, I have a bachelor's in counseling psychology practices and a master's in conflict analysis and management. 
I had these degrees when I started my business in 2018, and I actually told myself I couldn't start my business until I finished my master's degree. And then in 2020, I got certified in neuro-linguistic programming, EFT tapping, and life and success coaching through Yes Supply. And then I did the master's version of that in 2021. I am also a breathwork facilitator and I am certified in Reiki at the level one, level two, and master level. So that's a lot of shit. And I make sure to use my education and my certification as much as possible. I'm also considering doing the life coach school certification for the experience and the community My coach is actually certified through there, but was very successful before she was certified through there. And I have a lot of my friends in business who are certified through there as well. So I am also very interested in doing more nervous system regulation work. And the whole point of my explaining these things is that I am doing it out of desire, not because I think that I have to. When I applied for Yes Supply and I did that certification, that did come from I thought that I needed it, okay? So I definitely have my beginning certifications out of thinking I needed them. I remember thinking once I get this NLP certification, I will blow up, which let me just be clear, okay? I actually did blow up, but it was the thought I'm going to blow up. It was it was the thought and it was the internal permission, right? Like it's not for the reasons you think it is. It's not because of the certification because, and I say this all the time, I have people that I did that certification with who did the exact same certification as me and their businesses did not take off. Their businesses didn't do as good as I did in that year, right? So it wasn't the certification. It was an internal shift that I made. It was the thought I'm going to blow up that made the shift it was me internally deciding that I was enough because that's what enoughness is it's a decision I also hired an NLP coach around that time and I worked with her one-on-one and that felt really in integrity to use the tools on myself that I was using on others and truthfully guys like if you're a coach, I really think that coaches do need coaches and it can be any kind of coach. It can be a business coach. It can be a somatic coach, whatever helps you be the best version of yourself. I think that it is so necessary, but I also think to understand the impact and the effect of coaching, hire a coach and your life will be changed, right? So It was really an integrity with me to hire this coach. It helped me integrate the learnings and the effectiveness of the tool so much better. So when the question arises of Jill, I don't have a certification, should I get one? I always want to know what your reasons are because honestly, it depends. So I've been lurking on the internet the last couple weeks and I've been seeing a lot of people going for coaches throats when it comes to being quote unquote trauma informed and needing certain certifications to call yourself a coach. And I have a couple thoughts on this. Firstly, I have the thought that this is very virtue signaling and savior complex-y, okay? Calling yourself a coach and then making your marketing all about tearing other coaches down is not the vibe. And someone that I really love is Simone Grace Soul, who is an amazing life and business coach. And she has some strong opinions on social media. And I just think she's great. And something that she always talks about in her content is how she's not a good person. She is a human and she is authentically herself. And for a recovering good girl, this was like music to my ears because um, I think what she means by this is the fact that people want 
to put you in categories. They want to put you in a good category and a bad category. And if you're not careful, if you are a recovering good girl or a recovering people pleaser, if you are somebody who has always seen yourself as good or bad and you think the actions you take, the things you think mean you're good or you're bad, it's going to translate also to coaching, right? So I feel like these coaches who are being like, we need to tear down coaching and coaching sucks and it's scammy and we need to investigate every coach, You know, like it's very much putting people into good and bad boxes when most people have good intentions, right? So like I said, for a recovering good girl, this was like music to my ears because of the way that I was raised, the beliefs that I had ingrained in me and also my ADHD, morality has always been something in the back of my mind. Being seen as a good person was sometimes more important to me than being a good person. And what I mean by that is I was terrified that someone would see me as bad or someone who makes mistakes, aka imposter syndrome, because being seen as bad was like being outed. And I find that in the online space and what I'm seeing right now, there is a heavy focus on some coaches are good and some are bad and that these people are marketing by just slamming these so-called bad coaches but like I said most coaches especially the ones that I've seen and worked with and experienced online and become friends with because of being in masterminds with them and programs with them I've truthfully yet to see someone who is not genuinely interested in helping people through their coaching I know there are scammers I've worked with a coach or two before that like you know what they I feel like they themselves were growing as coaches, so their coaching could have been better. But like I've coached people too in the beginning of my journey where I think I probably could have coached that person better, right? And there are scammers everywhere, like in every industry. I honestly have a lot of thoughts too about being a conscious investor, knowing where your money is going, getting on sales calls with your mentors or watching them for a while and seeing what they're about, learning how to trust them, right? seeing their testimonials or talking to past clients if that's what you need to do then do it my clients either watch me forever absorb my free content and then sign on or they get on a sales call with me and talk to me directly and you can really trust your gut here does it feel good even if it's a bit scary what vibe are they giving off honestly investing in anyone and anything is a risk but that's why you need to be consciously investing and taking responsibility for what you're investing in and that's no need to shame yourself here I've invested before in courses and stuff that I impulse bought and that's okay I learned something all the time it's all a part of the process and to learn how to manage your mind and your emotions around having a business in order to know how to grow and market and sell effectively investment I believe is required so I think it's important to take responsibility and do your due diligence when you are investing but in response to do you need a certification should the industry be regulated I think that this is a very patriarchal and capitalistic school of thought that needs to be addressed because if you think about quote unquote climbing the corporate ladder There is an understanding there, there is an oppression there that it will take a long time for you to get to the top. And while you're climbing, you're not good enough or qualified yet, right? Like it's always just out of reach. But when people come into coaching, they almost always come with life experience or an event or a degree or anything that led them to their own transformation. 
It is so rare that someone comes in with absolutely nothing and says, I want to be a coach to make lots of money, you know, like that almost fucking never happens. They usually have a purpose, a mission, and it's demonizing and limiting to just see it as a get rich quick scheme, right? Anyone that is actually growing their business knows it is not a get rich quick scheme. But this idea that you can't make money as a coach until you show you're good enough is bullshit. I'm sorry, but it is. And to just say that a coach isn't trauma-informed or regulated or whatever is also bullshit. Because here's the thing, the whole point of the coaching industry and why we don't fucking call it therapy is because people from all walks of life can come and teach us and coach us on all different kinds of transformations. The reason why there are so many different niches and areas to coach on are because people are seeing the immense value in their own experiences and what they have to offer and how they can package it up in a way that gets their soulmate client the result quicker and the underlying fear from these virtue signaling motherfuckers and also coaches who experience imposter syndrome about selling their services is that they will do harm so here let me just say those are two different groups of people so the people the underlying fear from these people who are online being like look at these coaches rah 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 with their fucking shrek like pitchforks right and coaches who experience a ton of imposter syndrome even though they're more than qualified the underlying fear here is that they will do harm that these coaches will do harm with their work if they don't have the right qualifications or if they're not regulated or what the fuck ever and honestly my love you probably will And that is my honest answer. You probably will say something that pisses your client off or they'll take it the wrong way or they won't understand it. And it doesn't matter how fucking trauma informed you are. There is always the possibility that someone will have an emotional reaction to you, whether you are just existing or whether you are actively coaching someone. Like think about too, um, think about too when you are just existing and somebody in your family or someone in your group of friends says to you, you know what, the thing that you said to me really hurt my feelings. It, they had a feeling, right? Um, you can't always control that. You can't always control somebody's emotional reaction. But when we're coming from the place of I'm a bad person, of course, you're going to think, oh my god, I ruined their lives. I'm not trauma informed, all this stuff. But like, you're not a bad person. You're a good person with good intentions. And no one is immune from somebody else having an emotional reaction to them. So for example, my best friend goes to do an intake for therapy, right? And the person who is doing her intake is a therapist who has had lots of training. They don't need supervision anymore. Like this person is trauma informed. And she expresses to him that she thinks that she might have ADHD. And one of the many symptoms she says is that she has intentions to do tasks or achieve things, but she can never follow through. And this motherfucker, knowing that she expressed how she might have ADHD, which is like a neurological difference in the brain, right? Than somebody who's neurotypical. This motherfucker says, in regards to setting intentions and not following through, you just have to do it. You have to resist the urge to scroll through your phone or do other things that will give you dopamine and just do it. 
And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She literally has expressed that she may have a dopamine deficient mental illness where her brain functions differently than others. And it's not just about doing it. That's the fucking problem, Brad. Like, what the fuck? I was honestly so mad when she told me this. But she actually internalized it and was like, yeah, why can't I just do it? And you know what? That is not very trauma-informed of our friend Brad. That's not actually his name, but I'm just going to call him that anyways. That's not very trauma-informed, Brad. And this isn't the first fucking therapist that I've heard of or seen that have made comments that are just so weird, off-putting, shamey, judgmental. And that is just an example. And this is coming from someone who loves therapy and has a therapist. Like, it's not about the actual job. It's not about the actual profession. No one is actually exempt from doing harm. And this fear of sending someone off the deep end and ruining their life with coaching, it is such an extreme fear that our brain fabricates so we don't take action. It is such an extreme fear that we create in our minds so we believe our imposter syndrome and don't take action on our goals and our dreams, right? Like that extreme thought of, oh my God, I'm gonna say something and my client is gonna go off the fucking deep end, you know? Or... I always think about how in my contracts, I am very clear, I am not a mental health practitioner. When I have a sales call with somebody or when I talk to somebody in the DMs before they start with me, I'm very clear, like, are you getting help for any of your mental health illnesses? Like, are there other avenues where you're taking care of yourself? You know, like, I would never take someone who is so depressed that they are close to suicide. I would never um, work with somebody who is like, I'm so consumed by like anxiety. I can't function, etc. But they're not getting the help outside of our sessions. Like there are things that I do to protect myself and there are things that I do to protect the client. But still, and still... There are still opportunities where I might do harm or I might say something that upsets them or whatever because we cannot always control the emotional reaction that somebody has to us. But again, our fucking brains create this extreme all or nothing black or white fear that this is going to happen and we're going to ruin somebody's life and then we don't take action and we believe that imposter syndrome. And, you know, this can be easily remedied and softened by learning how to hold space for your own emotions so you can hold space for your clients, right? It can be remedied and softened by understanding body language and having clear and open communication with your clients and having trust with them too. Like my clients know, they can tell me if something I said threw them off or for a loop or if they need me to explain something more. And I also think that your intentions are so important. You intend to do right by your clients. You intend to help them get results. So when your intentions are good and pure and you're committed to creating rapport with your clients and understanding them and having open dialogue with them, I've been coaching since 2018 and I have yet to experience someone that I did so much harm to that like it is life altering. You know what I mean? Um, And you know what? It might happen as I work with, more people but at the core of it that is never my intention right like I know my intentions are good and pure and I am committed to figuring it out if something does happen but I would not sacrifice the success that I've had because I'm afraid of somebody having a negative emotion about something that I say in our coaching session right 
And as always, this always goes back to you, you being afraid that if you're not certified or someone calls you out, you'll feel shitty. But that comes back to your belief. Do you think you should be certified? And what are your reasons for wanting to be certified? Do you like your reasons? If it's to expand your skill set, meet new people, etc., then of course, fucking fill your boots. But if it's to feel enough, if it's to wait until you're certified to finally take action on something in an industry that is not regulated, right? Then that is a feeling that you have to cultivate, not something that is achieved through a degree or a certification. You have to still, even with the certification, you have to still address the underlying fears of why you don't want to put yourself out there and just start. I see so many people's Instagram pages where they say they're a coach, but they're not like selling like a coach. They have a lot of like lifestyle content on their page. They say they're a coach, but then they have all these different like interest and stuff on their page you don't have any links in their bio and you have to ask yourself where am I cock blocking myself where am I creating resistance for someone seeing me and seeing what I do and wanting to work with me are you creating content that speaks directly to your soulmate client are you saying this is how you can work with me and if you're not what the fuck are you waiting for what do you believe is holding you back from working with a client right now You will probably have some beliefs around your qualifications, your certifications, and doing harm if you don't have everything just right. So y'all, here's my big secret, okay? I am certified in breath work and I am a Reiki master, but that is my only nervous system regulation and trauma-informed trainings, right? Everything else has been learned and done through client sessions, my NLP certifications and stuff like I have psychology degrees, that stuff all counts, but actually being trauma informed, right? I really only have these couple of things when it comes to nervous system regulation, but everything else has been learned and done through these client sessions and doing my own inner work, mindset work, and somatic work so I can hold space like a motherfucker for my clients. And my clients have called me trauma informed before. They repeatedly say how safe they feel how they've never felt more seen or more peace and calmness and safety in a container before and how they've released so much fear and shame and self-judgment. And this is all because of my experience with actually fucking coaching human beings. And if I would have waited, if I would have told myself, nope, not yet, you need to have all these things in order to help someone because that's what the white man says, I would not have had the success that I have and I would not have changed my clients' lives the way that I have. We have to start looking at these patriarchal narratives and the way society has carefully curated how we make money and generate wealth. And we have to say fuck you to all of that because it is usually rooted in white supremacy, which itself does harm to society as a whole. You know, like I can get real fired up about this. And essentially what I need to say is you need to be the governor of your own business and life. You need to decide, not the white man, not society. You need to decide. Am I wanting to get certified to add to my skill set or am I doing it to feel enough? Am I wanting to do it so I know exactly what to say and do? Because coaching is a skill. It is something you cultivate over time. And you know what I did? I started my prices at something that felt good, even if it was a dollar or $25, right? Like I I want to say in 2019, at the very beginning of that year, I was selling a group program for $25 and I put it on sale for New Year's Day for a dollar, okay? And then less than six months later, I had signed four people into a group coaching program and I charged $1,300 each, 
right? So I worked my way up and I never once told myself you need to have this to be a coach, right? Like when I first got the certifications, I already was a coach, right? But I didn't say you need this in order to be a coach because I already was, but that internal permission is something that I had to learn did not come from a certification because you can't be a great coach. You can't with all the certifications in the world unless you actually experience coaching, unless you actually start. So even though, yeah, I was charging a dollar or $25 for a group, I still did the group even without having the things that I thought that I needed. So certified or not certified, I help good-hearted, highly sensitive women sign four-figure clients by banishing imposter syndrome for good and helping them become the empowered expert that they are meant to be. I help you show up confidently so you can sign four-figure clients and become the best coach in your niche. And that starts with belief in yourself, belief in your offer, and belief in your deeper mission. Work with me for six months in private coaching to nurture your inner expert and release the imposter syndrome thoughts and feelings so you can show up confidently and sign those four-figure clients. Book a sales call with me at the link in my show notes. I love y'all. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.